Should we get into it? I think so. I think we're ready. ready. All right. Okay. Hi, I'm Emily. And I'm Kai. And I'm a little drunk. And I'm a little high. And And this this is is why we weed. Both of my cats are staring at me so confused. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? The captain's Aww. on my lap and he just turned his head around like, <laughs> what the fuck? And Savage is delightfully licking her water and she looks up and just stares. Excuse me? They <laughs> did not like that. <laughs> oh, baby. It's okay. They'll be okay. Well, hello, dear listeners. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're here this week. First of all, I want to say, so far we haven't gotten raised any money for sloth. <laughs> I can't believe you guys have not pulled through yet. Not a single one of you. Not a single one of you. And, like, it's not for lack of listeners. We got a decent number of listens on that ep- episode. So, what are where you, are you? You guys are slacking. We're just asking for, like, ten seconds of your time. <laughs> We're literally like, we will donate money to save lots. <laughs> and you're like, not you worth it. Of us. <laughs> not worth it. Or in the case of my mom, maybe can't figure out how to do it. <laughs> maybe. But it's easy. I like went to do it one time just to see how easy it was. Mm-hmm. And part of me was like, well, should I leave a voice memo? But then I said, no, that defeats all of the purposes. <laughs> yeah, kind of does. Real humans to leave us a voice memo. I literally tried to leave us a voice memo once because I was like, you know what? Maybe it'll be like priming the pump somehow. Uh-huh. But it was like, you can't leave a voicemail for yourself, silly. <laughs> like, so, like, we can't do it. It's yeah. up to you guys. It's up to you. Please come through. But even though you kind of let us down on the voice memos, we still are coming in hot with a really amazing topic. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it's taken us this long to think of it. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, me either. I feel like we kind of talk about it sometimes, maybe, mm-hmm. here and there. Like a whisper of the topic. Maybe not. I could be making it up. Yeah. I'm drunk all the like time. I don't up. know. I feel like it does come up in like subtle ways here and there. Mm-hmm. But now we're that. really digging in. Yeah, we're digging in to a topic that you probably have your own share of funny stories about, dear listener. Mm-hmm. Which, again, would be a great opportunity for you to just quickly leave us a voice memo telling Absolutely. us your really fun and funny story about, drumroll please, bad sexual education. Woo! And if you got good sexual education, first of all, did you grow up in America? Because I'll bet you didn't. Right. <laughs> right. But if you did, tell us where you grew up so we know. We have a little more information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So we both definitely got our fair share of bad sex education. I went to Catholic school um, from preschool through senior year of high school. So there wasn't any. They were setting you up. They were like. From birth, (laughs) or I Mm -hmm. guess from kindergarten, or whenever you arrived there, Mm -hmm. they knew we are going to give them the worst sex ed that we can. Yep. Like, what is the worst shit we can say? Yeah. We're going to say that. I went to public school, so I 
I was trying to think about it, and I don't think we got a proper sex talk. We had a your body is going to change talk in the fourth grade <laughs> where they split up the girls and the boys into two different rooms and showed us two different videos about our bodies that were going to change. Um, and then I don't recall ever having like a proper sex talk, but we did have to take a relationships class and a child development class where mm-hmm. they obviously like child development they went over how a baby is made but there wasn't they're actually very shockingly considering the um hometown the like very religious town I grew up in in my school there was never I don't recall there being a heavy you must wait until you are married type of situation However, I did go to Jesus camp every summer. And every summer when you are in high school at Jesus camp, there was one night where they would give us a sex talk. So that is mostly where my like bad sex talks come from. Which is frankly pretty wild. Like you go to summer camp, you don't really expect a sex talk. Right. Be part of it. And like every year, like the, the yearly traditional sex talk. I think they knew everyone was, like, a hot mess. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. <laughs> it was a time. Um, do you want to, do you have a good story to start us off? Uh, sure. I'm trying to remember which, because I remember distinctly, like, two videos that I definitely want to talk about. And then I have, like, some stuff from my youth group. Um, but the first one that I think we saw, it was this woman... She was, she had like short, dark hair, like, like chin length ish. And she was like a little like heavier set, like a little larger. And she just had this like cadence and way of speaking that was very easy to mock, unfortunately. Of course. Um, and she had, cause her whole thing was like, you know, I wish someone had told me about how like bad and, and dangerous sex is basically, you know, mm-hmm. like. And so, and so she's describing her life experiences, um, which were, you know, somewhat negative, like she didn't have good sexual relationships. And then she, um, I think that she got genital warts or Mm -hmm. genital herpes. And I think she got pregnant. Um, oh, oh no, no. It was like her mother had been raped and like raised her. Yeah which is some heavy shit. Uh Um, So she's like describing all this and talking about this. And her thing is like, nobody told me. I didn't know. And like her voice would do this weird breathy thing at the end. (laughs) And we were all just like horrified by every part of this. You know, it was just so weird. And like, I can't like, I can only speak for myself because obviously like when you become interested in sex varies a lot person to person age wise. And I can just tell you when I watched this video and really all throughout high school, like I was just not online as far Mm -hmm. as that goes yet. Like I just didn't want to have sex. Like not that I didn't like, like kissing boys and whatever, because I thought I was attracted to boys. Um, And just like, you know, like fooling around a little bit, but like, I didn't want to have sex. Like that was just not even a question for me. It was like, no thanks. Like I, Mm -hmm. I assume I will want to later. I don't right now. Um, And like, 
So it just felt so weird to have this video that like kind of presupposed that I was just like dying to do it. And I had to be like threatened and all these horror. I don't know. Like it just was, it was so such weird vibes. That would be weird. I, yeah, I wish that I recalled like a video being shown to us so I could relate on that level, but I cannot. Oh, don't be sorry. I I remember any, like, I was maybe the only person who was not having sex when I was in high school out of my class, like, female-wise at least. So I always was embarrassed because I was like, I am the only virgin here and something's wrong with me. Like, I probably should have sex, but I don't want to sleep with any of the people in this stupid town because they've already slept with everyone else. Um, so that was my, like, if people started having those types of things, I was like, oh God, I'm a virgin and everyone else knows how to have sex. Aw. And it's like, you know, it's so funny because it it was clearly just because you had, like, good taste and we're like, right, people are awful. Like, (laughs) I was just being literally smart. Mm -hmm. And I remember going to college, I went to a women's college, um, and so the first, like, week we are there and I am in... I've met several of the girls that are in the dance department and all of this. And so we're hanging out and everyone at some point there's like a, you know, have you guys had sex question? And it was me and five, four other girls. There are five of us in total. Um, And so, yeah, we're talking about this and there was only one girl who had had sex there and she'd had like a long-term boyfriend and whatever. And I was like, Whoa, (laughs) am I not weird? Is it okay to be? It is okay. Yeah, a virgin in college. And upon reflection, it was extremely okay. And I am extremely glad that that is the route I took because I would not have been prepared. No, that's the thing. And like, you know, I'm sure Kai feels the same way. Like other people like do have sex in high school and college. And like, you know, as if it's safe and consensual and fun, like, I'm not here to say anything about it. You know, good for you. Mm -hmm. If if that's what was right for you and you were ready and you wanted to do it, like, cool. But I do think there are a lot of people who feel weird about not having sex. Like, at least, like, like in high school, it is kind of like, well, you know, some other people probably aren't too. But, like, Mm -hmm. in college, I think it is more of a thing where it's like, oh, like, that's weird. And so, yeah, I think that it, it is a good point. Like, it's totally... Some people have not, like not everybody has, and it's totally okay to not, if you don't want to do it, like don't do it. If it's not time, it's not time. That's okay. If we have any young listeners here, or yeah. old listeners, still not, to turn this into, <laughs> not to turn this into a bad sex ed. <laughs> we, we're good sex ed. Yeah. We're good sex ed. Consent, fun, safety. Mm-hmm. Oh, Those okay. are the things. So yeah. yeah, that that was definitely like the like the thing, and I just remember like, and I feel like it was almost like we had to make fun of it because it was so horrifying. Well, of course. What like, else are oh you supposed God. to do? God, like I can't process the tragedy that is this person's life. Right. That poor girl. Also. Mm-hmm. How traumatic of a like birthing. But what's your other video? Hmm. So the other one is this woman with, like, her hair was also that chin length. I think that was a big thing at the time. But it was, like, blonde. And it was really, really thick and, like, wavy. So it kind of, like, stood out in this kind of 80s way. And I just mm-hmm. wonder how old the video was. Because she also had this, like, blue, like, 
jacket over like a black pencil skirt and like the jacket was like buttoned and had like kind of some shoulder padding going on right. so it's like okay this feels this got some 80 vibes and that i don't remember that whole video but the thing i very distinctly remember was her saying like oh you know you start dating someone and then like they tell you they love you and you say you love them and you love each other and blah 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 and it's like well just want you to think about is that real love or is that pizza love because like <laughs> I can say I love pizza, but, like, I'm not there for pizza. I'm not, like, gonna, like, stand up for pizza. Like, I'm not gonna, like, or all this stuff. Like, it was just, like, excuse me. That like, is confusing. Why would you be there for pizza? Yeah. <laughs> it's not, like, a two-way situation. Yeah, and that's basically what she's implying is that, like, you, it's not real, like, you're, you know, which like, you know, I think a lot of people say I love you and then look back on the first person they said I love you to and are like, I didn't really love that person. Okay. Like, right, I didn't understand didn't. what love was. Like, I think that is a pretty common experience. And so like encouraging kids to have some perspective mm-hmm. around that is, I think is, is a good thing. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was, it was cringy, you know. That's very cringy. Deeply upsetting. Did you guys have, did they just show you videos or did they have like talks and discussions with you? I feel like we never had a like, like in like biology class, we got like kind of the essentials of like Mm -hmm. how literally how does reproduction happen. And then in religion class, that was where we would get the videos um, and we also would have units on like family life in this way that was like God's or like God's plan for you or like plan for sexuality and gender mm-hmm. and stuff. Or like we had a unit on like vocations and just then we like learned like about marriage. And senior year, we did do the thing where we like were partnered with someone in our class and we had to like plan our wedding and plan our like career and life together. And then we were given eggs to take care of. Oh, yes. The classic take care of an egg. Yeah, the egg thing. I got twins. You got um, twin eggs? And my husband never did anything for those eggs. Like, I just feel like the eggs were given to the women. Of course. And that was kind of it. <laughs> like, it was like, in theory, like, the man could help too. But, like, he didn't, you know? Right. It was just so heteronormative. That's annoying. We had real baby dolls. Oh, my, I had friends who had these. Our school was too poor. So we had just gotten, it was like the first year, and the first round of these baby dolls. Wow. I think we rented them, maybe. So I was in the first year of the first round of the baby dolls, and everybody got their own, which was pretty good. Like, they weren't just like, oh, here you are in a couple everybody had to have their own baby um the first babies they had like keyholes and you had this set of weird plastic keys so anytime it would cry you would just have to stick the keys into it until it stopped so each key (laughs) represented that's just how a baby works right exactly it was like this is a diaper this is um it needs to be fed this is it's sleepy or whatever 
was going on. So you would just stick in all of the keys until it shut up. But it was kind of fun. Like you carried it. You had to get a babysitter if you were going to be gone for something. Um, so it was fun. And then I think the classes after us had actual items. So there was like a bottle that had some type of magnet. So if you stuck it in its mouth, it would shut up and like diapers and all of the actual things. Mm. Um, but yeah, mine was just a freaking key baby. Um <laughs> Yeah, but they at least didn't make us be in a couple. It was just our own job to have that baby. You got to have this baby. You had the baby. I, because I like, I'm just thinking about the nature of this enterprise, because I always interpreted it as a kid, and I still feel pretty solid about it now, that it's meant to be a deterrent. It, yes. Like, I think oh. it's is meant to be a deterrent and I think it's supposed to be like having a kid is not easy Mm -hmm. this is what you're gonna have to deal with if you have a child so be prepared and I do think it is it's smart in the sense of like you need to be careful and cautious like you don't need to have a baby right now do not try to be on 16 and pregnant it's not easy to have a kid you should like ideally be planned and ready when you're having a child uh but I don't remember having any type of sex talk around it specifically like related to when you should be having sex mm-hmm. yeah that like these these come from having sex like this is yeah. what makes this happen yeah which I it- guess like like I do think part of sex ed is making sure that people understand like how sex works like the like mm-hmm. the natural like the like the consequences of sex and like you know how to like the, the risks of sex and how to protect yourself like I think that's part of comprehensive sex ed but like this I don't know it just feels it feels the same as like the thing that's like you're gonna get a disease and die it's like you will get pregnant and then like you'll have this horrible plastic screaming monster that you gotta stick keys you in put like, your keys in it's not really like up. the experience of like making the choice to have a I don't know like I yeah yeah, it's definitely different. I mean, I see the effort, but it's not all there. Um, I did. I had a friend who got one of the key babies, and none of the keys would work. It was oh, a malfunctioning no. baby. Oh, no. <laughs> and I like stayed with her one night to help her take care of that baby because it would wake up and it would cry for ever and you would stick every key in the stupid baby and it would not stop crying it was horrible so maybe that's better maybe you, you know just give funny? someone a baby that cries forever honestly that's like the most realistic part of the whole enterprise that like if some if these babies were programmed where some of them were a lot harder to soothe than others and you just don't know what you're gonna get mm-hmm. that's actually the most realistic part yeah because sometimes babies will not stop crying. No, it can be and hard. sometimes you don't know. Also, it's going to take you a lot longer to attempt to change a diaper, attempt to feed a child than it does to just mm-hmm. put a key in a hole. And, like, for at least the first three months, babies, well, some of them, some of them cut back a little by three months. But, like, generally speaking, for the first three months, babies need fed at least every three hours around the clock. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not chill. It's not chill. Mm-hmm. I think my question is just like, 
I want to talk to the person who was like, I was going to have sex, but then we took care of this baby. And I was like, whoa, I don't need that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Or like, I was like, we weren't going to use condoms. And then it never helped. Yeah. Like I just, I have my doubts that this actually like is bringing down teen pregnancy rates. Like, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. It might a little, it might make, I think it makes the people who are already going to be cautious continue to be cautious Mm, that kind of remind them yeah and I think that's about it yeah that's not nothing yeah so that's not nothing there's that um yeah so my sex uh my sex ed talks again in school it was really just like as far as I remember, and I could be forgetting something, but as far as I remember, it was just like, this is how a baby is made. And they did tell us the things, which is extremely shocking. But in um, at Jesus camp, when they would give us the sex talks, um, sometimes it was okay. It depended on who was there being like the guest speaker who was kind of in charge of the sex talk every mm-hmm. year. Um, I remember my really good friend at the time, his mom was often the director of the camp and she would give the sex talk. And it was always a little weird if she would talk about her sex life because then you're like, well, wait, <laughs> like, oh, no. kind of gross. And like, <laughs> um, also you're like everyone's second mom and uh, weird. Um, but something she did tell us that I, I've always thought about and does on occasion rain true, very dependent on the situation. But she said that men are electric skillets and women are crock pots. And so, oh, men yes, I have on, heard this. Yes, men turn on immediately and women take um, a while to be turned on or to like get heated up, which I would say, yes, depending on the situation, like. Sometimes men straight away, they always want to have sex. They're just ready to have sex. Mm-hmm. But, like, I also always want to have sex, but I'm just more cautious about who I am having sex with. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm slow to warm yeah. up. I'm like, no, nah, I could get going right now. However, just don't see anyone me... worth getting going with. Yeah, exactly. Where I think men are just like, <laughs> you know. So there um, is, so this is, this is some good sex ed, actually. This is an interesting fact. Um, most people, like, there are two different types of, um, like, ways that people tend to be aroused or the way that, like, arousal works in humans. And we do see, like, more, like, women, more women have one type and more men have the other type, but like, there's also lots of women who have the quote unquote men type and lots of men who have the type, you know what I mean? Like, it's Mm -hmm. really like all over the place, but like, we're socialized to like, well, men have to be this way and women have to be this way. We just start like explained. And what it is, is there's spontaneous desire where like, you're just like walking down the street and you're like, Ooh, you know, it would be good right now. Oh yeah. A little bit of sex. Yeah. Just like, it kind of just pops up out of nowhere. Um, and like, sometimes it's, you know, you like, but you, you respond like very quickly to like something you see that's sexually relevant or like, you know, it's just like, Oh, Oh yeah. I remember Mm -hmm. that. That's a good thing. 
And then there's responsive desire where like you kind of looks like you have to sort of start doing the thing and then your body's like oh yeah I do like this okay Mm. like so it's like they say like one way to think about it is if your body gets horny and then your brain is like oh yeah like or your body gets aroused and then your brain gets horny like that's um responsive desire and if your brain gets horny and then your body gets aroused, that's spontaneous desire. Okay. Interesting. I feel like everything's just horny all the time. Yeah. For me. <laughs> well, you're, you're but a little I have bit ex- of a desert, so I think <laughs> I am a desert and I have extreme self-control also. Mm-hmm. So I think that explains it. I'm just in a constant state of horny at this point. Everything's been triggered and none of it's gone off. Mm-hmm. You know? <sighs> it's rough. That's tough. That's really tough. If we have any really hot listeners. <laughs> you can leave us, us a voice memo. <laughs> let us know in a voice memo. Maybe that would be a voice memo. <laughs> and on that note, so the bad sex ed. I right, back to the bad sex <laughs> The bad sex ed at Jesus camp. So we'll paint the scene. We have, we are on what is referred to as the hill for this Jesus camp. So it's on a hill, very outdoorsy, you know, you're in your cabins, maybe you're in a tent, depending on what the specific camp is. And our chapel, so the main place we have services is like an open air situation. So you have a roof, but there's no walls it's all Mm -hmm. open and so you know you're sitting here there's probably a filthy little bench um the door the floors aren't very clean that's okay it's cute the setting's cute and you're here and there are two guest speakers for the week in this specific year and these two guest speakers are very old the husband figure so it's a married couple The husband figure, and I have been debating how this could have happened. Maybe you have some fun facts, but I kid you not, he looked like a mad scientist because (laughs) his head, like his forehead area was bigger than the rest of his head. So it's like his brain had exploded. (laughs) He had like this weird mushroom head. It It was nuts. I've never seen anyone else with a head like that and except in like scary cartoons so the whole week I'm just like something is wrong with you you are evil (laughs) like you are a mad scientist and he wasn't I think he was a scientist actually um so you know you're just like looking at this man who you're already like something's off about you and I hate to yeah I hate to ever bring up appearance but you know it's just a little weird Also, sometimes I think, like, if he's had that head his whole life, what was it like when he was birthed? Mm. I mean, maybe it was okay because if it was head first, then it just went out. Maybe it was smashed. I don't know. Anyways, I'm getting off topic here. The head does get smashed as it comes out. That's why our our skulls don't fuse until later. Right. I don't know. Something happened in his life and his head was misshapen. Um... So it's this very old couple and the husband looks like a mad scientist. <laughs> and this one day they are walking around and asking us if we want candy. 
and they pull out a piece of candy oh. and they ask us if we want the candy yada 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 and we're like yeah sure whatever and so then they one of them pulls out a piece of candy that is unopened and so it came from their wrapper or sorry there was no wrapper um it's like one of those old people sticky candies mm-hmm. and they pull it out and they're like well do you want this candy and obviously everyone's like no i don't want that candy it's mm-hmm. disgusting uh and so they're like if you have sex before you're married you are this unopened piece of candy mm-hmm. which then sent everybody into a spiral because <laughs> again everybody except for me was having sex so everyone was like they just called me an unopened piece of candy um so then that led to further discussion and i think even maybe some phone calls from parents oh wow (laughs) complaining about the yeah the candy scenario because that's awesome i feel like we did not question that shit when i was a kid it was like yeah yep okay they were they were just so many types of people um and again that is like i do appreciate the church um setting that i grew up in because it was a little more progressive and there were a lot of people like kids my age having sex and a lot of their parents knew about it um so yeah it was a lot different and that was the first encounter i had had where they told us we were dirty candy (laughs) type of situation and to me, I was like, I'm a fucking wrapped candy, but y'all don't know because I <laughs> don't talk about it very often, but I'm a fucking golden. But I knew I was like, but I will be an unwrapped candy when like I don't plan on being. Yeah, like you weren't like waiting for anything in between. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I don't think I took any of it to heart. I was just like, you guys are old and you look weird. So. <laughs> Uh, I feel like we definitely got the like the chewed gum or we got like the stuck on tape one where you like mm. stick a piece of tape and then tear it off and give it to the next person and then it's like look it won't stick anymore like you can't like bond with someone properly <laughs> if you have sex with other people because like the, the whole like concept of like soul ties mm-hmm. that you had to like pray to Jesus to disconnect you from the person you had sex with oh god yeah Whole thing, because that was my the youth group that I went to in high school was this Pentecostal youth group, and it was like super like conservative and like literal Bible stuff, and like I did this um, group like like book club thing, like like I got like study group. I can't mm-hmm. think of like the word. And Bible we, study, yeah, Bible study. That's what it was. That's totally what it was. Mm-hmm. And we read this book called Gift Wrapped by God. <laughs> and it was you know as you would expect it was mm-hmm. very much like oh like you were really special and like you were like fearfully and wonderfully made and like you're worth waiting for and it was like all this stuff that sounded really nice and like especially when I juxtaposed it with like the way that boys made me feel mm-hmm. so I, I kind of was like I'm kind of picking up what you're putting down here. Mm-hmm. Like it kind of made sense to me. And I really was not, I didn't have the context to grasp how like rooted it was in misogyny and in like objectifying women and in like gender roles and like all this stuff, you know, mm-hmm. like I really like did not get any of that. Um, that, you know, purity culture in general is just a really harmful thing. 
And so, like, it was just, like, I got, like, one of those rings. Did you? Yeah. I had, like, the true love weights ring. It was, like, a whole thing. What were they? Purity rings? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) I luckily never have. I Sometimes I'm shocked that I never was forced to wear a purity ring by my parents. (laughs) But, I guess it's the kind of thing you don't want to, like, force your kid to do. Right. Well, yeah. But I I'm not sure. I see I I wonder often. I'm like, do they think that I am still a virgin? Mm. I am old now and I don't know why you would want your child to be a virgin <laughs> up until the age that I am. Um <laughs> And I guess some people are, but I don't, yeah, I just wonder, like, would they rather be ignorant and be like, nah, (laughs) she's, you know, she's just a little Christian girl, or if they're like, yeah, nah, we're, you know, probably she is, but we just won't acknowledge it. I don't know. I feel like it's probably the latter, where it's like, if they really, like, had to consider it, they, they would kind of like, well... I doubt it you know yeah but I think there is that thing where like you don't really want to think about your kid doing that like under any circumstances like it just feels awkward yeah it does I remember my mom asking me one time in high school she was like do you think it's gonna be hard to wait to have sex till you're married oh that's cute I was just they they did like a leading question like as holy (laughs) as they are Mm -hmm. they would like ask me things like do you think it'll be hard to do like uh, but it's always like I have to say like what do you say yeah Um, really yeah yeah, it's gonna be really hard Uh, and I I can't remember at that time like I feel like maybe I mm, had already had sex secretly so I was like oh yeah it's gonna be really hard (laughs) I don't know it's going to be so hard that I've already failed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, there's just a lot of denial, I think, there. Like, my little brother, like, I'm in denial about it, too. Like, I refuse to think that he would ever have a sexual encounter. Yeah, um, yeah, like, you just don't want to think about it. Yeah, exactly. But he has been dating a girl for, like, three years and oh, they all they like to go to her house and take naps <laughs> that's like what he would tell my parents he's like oh we were napping and uh, I'm like first off first off if I was in high school they started dating in high school and that's when this went down like if I was in high school and I went to a guy's house and had a nap with him Ooh. I would have been like kicked out probably oh yeah probably it was like I got in trouble one time for having guy friends over they were hanging out in my room with the door wide open and we were all sitting far away and my dad came down and saw and like threw a fucking fit it was so oh, yeah. embarrassing I wasn't allowed to have boys in my room like our the bedrooms were upstairs and uh-huh. boys were not allowed upstairs oh wow I mean I, they had never established a rule with me and they and I'd seen like my older brother was allowed to have his girlfriends over with the door open in his room um, so I was like, well, these are my guy friends. Like, this should surely be allowed. Well, and, like, the door's open. Like, you're not trying to Yeah. 
And we're all funny just business. We're like sitting in the doorway too for a second. And it was like, you know better, you know the rule. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't know. I, I do not know. I did not rule. know. Yeah, that weird stuff where it's just like assumed. Yeah. And it's like, why would I assume that? Like, I uh, sometimes yeah. I really wish that I knew I was a lesbian in high school because that I totally could have just not like because then I just would have been in your shoes though. But like, I don't think there were any queer women worth dating yeah, yeah it's not great <laughs> yeah so then it just would have been like because in theory I could like totally like have a girlfriend and be like oh my friend's coming to stay the night right it sounds like that would be really easy but you yeah. would have to also yeah <laughs> find another queer human yeah. and then sometimes that is hard especially if you're in a small conservative town oh, it was so small it was so mm-hmm. conservative uh, so yeah, gift wrap I got. I'm trying to remember like more specifics from that book because it was pretty wild. There was definitely a thing where like it was like kind of these like journal entry things like from different people. And like the one was like from like the couple on their honeymoon and like their wedding night and how it was like so romantic and right. horny <laughs> and like like this is like erotica like not like I mean not really it doesn't because obviously like they stop before they actually do anything but it's like this is like (laughs) it's weird it is weird um and it's also like you also don't know any different so when people are like yeah I waited till my wedding night and blah 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 like well you could have not waited and also had like a similar experience yeah yeah like you're assuming that like this was so special and good because of this and it's like that's not whatever no (sighs) silly Mm -hmm. no it Um, is okay so there's a couple things i want to say here and one of them is just for the record we never plan on two-parters i mean we did plan on the movements being a two-parter but then that turned into a three-parter uh because mercury retrograde but like it just happens. Like we just start talking about stuff and then it's been an hour and a half and it's like, that feels like too long. So we're going to cut this in half. Um, and I feel like we should have fully seen this coming that like talking about our weird sex ed experiences would absolutely be two-parter, but we never do. Like it's just always a beautiful surprise. So two-parter, tune in next week to hear more about weird sex ed stuff um, that we were told that we found that, that we, that I found on the internet. Um, I do want to add this one little relevant antidote to this episode, however, and that is that when I got the eggs, I got the eggs, they were twins. I named them Lucifer and Stacy after the song, Stacy's mom has got it going on. So RIP. Um, but I like took them with me like everywhere because that's what you had to do like I never thought about leaving them with a sitter like I brought them to my boyfriend's house at the time I just like left them sitting there and then like we brought them to like a friend's party it was like her birthday party at like her her house like her parents were there it wasn't even like that wild but there were like a ton of people there and like it was just loud and chaotic and I left the eggs sitting on a table and a picture frame got knocked over and fell on them and cracked Lucifer <laughs> And by some miracle, I still got an A, even though I, like, took my child to a party and he was injured and got brain damage as a result. Um, So, you know, this is why it's really good that I'm not 
having children ultimately. Um, so yeah, tune in next week. We're going to talk about more wild stuff about sex ed. Uh, and until then, I'm Emily. She was Kai. She was drunk. I was high. And you just listened to Wine Weed Weird. I really wasn't sure if I was going to do the whale noises since it was just me, but I did. So you're welcome. <laughs>